All I can say is, wow, we look where I am. Tonight I landed, pow, right in a pot of jam. What a setup, holy cow. They'd never believe it if my friends could see me now. Three, two, one, zero. Hey, you! Yeah, you! Come here for a minute. I want to talk to you. <laughs> Mama says you're brain dead. Bang your head against the wall. Can't find peace of mind. Brain needs an overhaul. Bonehead brain. The views expressed on this broadcast of the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show are those of the co-host and guest and do not necessarily reflect those of our affiliates. The topics and opinions on today's show should not be considered as medical, psychological, or professional advice. Take 12 Radio is not affiliated with any particular 12-step fellowship. And now, here's your host, The Man, The Myth, The Legend, (laughs) The Monty Man. Denver brought in a, a, a new bell. I really should not bring these things in, huh? <laughs> it's a dinner bell. It's it sounds a cow like a, bell. It's a cow bell, but it sounds like a dinner bell. It does sound like a dinner bell. Makes My me... grandpa had a dinner bell. Did, did she? Yeah, he would like go like that and then ring. Welcome to the Take 12 Recovery Radio <laughs> Show. We're talking about dinner bells today. <laughs> you guys got a dinner bell out at the Teen Challenge Center. Yeah, one of the, the triangles, you know, bring them in from the range kind of bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. I wasn't there when I was there. I have a beautiful aluminum pot out Do there you? that I bang. Sounds wonderful. <laughs> Pulls them right into dinner. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah, really, Denver's banging pots. That just sounds wrong on so many levels. Uh, well, at least you're not smoking it. No. Yeah, right on. It makes me stoned. <laughs> well, that little sound clip. Did you recognize that sound clip, Marv? Uh, kind of, sort of. Kind of. Yeah, I can't. Yep, that's from uh, that's from the movie um, uh, Sweet Charity with Shirley MacLaine. Why would you want to jump into jelly though? Well, landing in a pot of jam. Oh, yeah, jam was very expensive back then, so that yeah. kind of meant that you you all of a sudden you were rich. <laughs> I landed in a pot of jam, you know, like I landed in a pot of gold or I landed in a, you know, never mind. I know. We'll just ring a bell. Um, and eat jam. But Shirley MacLaine was in, and it's also a Broadway musical, and um, she was she was quite the uh, the singer in her day. And that song is uh, called If My Friends Could See Me Now, and, and it, which is a good segue into this show because we had a past and now we have a present. Mm-hmm. Right, and for many of us, our past um, really doesn't define who we are today uh-huh. because we're a different person. And there's people in my life. I think if they could see me now, right? Uh, some of them have passed away, uh, and you know, I, I wish, I wish they could see me now. I sometimes I wonder, would my dad be proud of me for having the radio show, things like that. So uh-huh. if they could see me now. You know, and one of the verses is that little dusty group running around this million dollar chicken coop. You know, well, what happened was she's a poor in the in the movie. She's very poor. And she ends up in like the president's suite in this hotel or something for some reason or another. And all her friends would be jealous of her because now now she's really bringing it home. You know, Um, so we use that as a segue because our lives are different today than they were in in the past, Uh, which brings us to the topic, uh, the name of the topic. It's none of their business. Mm-hmm. And that's the hook. Because maybe it is. We'll talk about that. Um, about the difficulty that people in recovery sometimes have getting employment. 
or like in your case, Sony, getting a new job. Yeah. Right. After having a job for a long time Mm -hmm. and then applying for a new job, sometimes in prospective employers will ask questions that, you know, how transparent should we be? Really? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, honesty is one thing, but is there the difference between honesty and wisdom? And is it really any of their business, some of our past? Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing that uh, on today's show. There you go. <laughs> yippee, yippee. Stop right there. All right. It's time for Monty Man's Weekly Wine. <laughs> the baby. The baby. <laughs> Mark just like, <laughs> like, say it already. <laughs> um. I was on hold for two hours yesterday. How's that feel? Two hours. Well, it wouldn't have been so bad if I didn't hear the guy say the same thing over and over again. I almost had the whole spiel memorized. And then I finally gave up and hung up. It was with... Well, I was... So, okay, so I I had a... (laughs) So PayPal charges our... uh, I mean, Homestead, which is our... Uh, main website charges our PayPal account for the radio station every year. And they came back to me and suspended the radio station's account because they couldn't get the money out of PayPal. So I checked my PayPal page and everything's fine. I have the money to cover it and all because that's where we put the money that we hold to pay the bills when people donate. Uh-huh. So I called PayPal up and I got on hold for two hours. And the first time I called, I was on hold for 15 minutes, and I got cut off. Ew. So I thought, I'm definitely not hanging up, right? So I ended up, I had, I, I came out of here, I worked a little bit, I went and had breakfast, I took a shower, I shaved, and all the stuff that goes along with being in the bathroom. <laughs> and I'm on hold for two hours, and finally we drove all the way to the church, and as we're walking into the church, I just hung up. Oh, wow. I gave up. Right before the miracle. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) But then Homestead got a hold of me this morning, and they had tried again, and it worked. So we were able to pay our bill. Um, But that's annoying. But that is not the biggie. I got to tell you the biggie. This is what I call the baked potato caper. Oh, my God. We've got a name for it, actually. Yes, we do. So Applebee's. Uh Uh-oh. And you know what we're going to do, right, Tony? We're going to burn them down. Yeah, yeah. Burn them down. Uh, Applebee's is the only place in town where I can tolerate their steak. I, I like their steak at Applebee's. So on occasion, we'll go there. And so I'm sitting there, and it was Cameron's birthday. And uh, they came up for the day, and we're, we took them out to lunch. And I order my steak, and you get three sides, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a potato, a vegetable, and a salad or whatever. So I said, I'd like the baked potato. Uh, put the brakes on. Uh, we don't we don't serve baked potatoes after four. <laughs> That's actually not uncommon because a lot of places will bake their potatoes starting in the early afternoon. Oh, okay. So they're not leftovers, right? So I, I get it. I, I totally get it. I said, oh, okay. So... Then I, I picked what I was going to eat. Now, that was at, that was at 1230. Mm-hmm. At 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. Say it, Tony. 1 o'clock. Uno o'clock. 1 o'clock. What walks by my table <gasps> in the arms of a waitress to the table right next to us? Three <laughs> plates with baked potatoes. I look at my watch. It's 1 o'clock. Not four o'clock. What is up with that? Oh my goodness. So Marcia goes, Well, maybe they're just old and they did it. I go, Look at me. (laughs) I'm 62. I deserve a baked potato at one o'clock in the afternoon. That guy is probably younger than me. So, although I appreciated the compliment, kind of backdoored, but I don't get it. Did you, you ask you, about it? You either well, no, because my and here's the other part of my wine. I would have been like, give me one to go. I allowed my codependent self to listen to my wife. <laughs> she wouldn't let me say anything. No. She goes, no, 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 don't say anything. I go, why not? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Marsha. 
<laughs> I would have said something. So I don't care what the reason was. You either serve them after 4 o'clock only or you don't. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Are you on the roof of Applebee's inhaling chemtrails? <laughs> chemtrails. It's not right. So how are you dealing with this now? Well, I've got the receipt from... That oh, has, he's gonna go back. Well, he's it's got the, it's got the waitress's number on it. Yeah, and there's a process because I believe in processes. I am going to be writing Applebee's today, and I'm going to issue a complaint. Now, this is one thing Applebee's does very well. <clears throat> if you have a complaint and you go through the process, they will comp you. So. I, what was that? Well, that, that was me. Right. Sorry. I, I fully expect to, to at least would, get a free baked potato the would, next time I come. Would in. you go after four though, or are you going to try it at one? What four meals? Because no. there's four. Are you going to try to go in and get your baked potato at one? I just want a free one when they do serve it. But uh, no, that's a good point. I, you know, I, I think they should invite me in for a baked potato at one at one o'clock. <laughs> And one for each hand, too, to make up for, like, the pain and suffering you had to go through. One thing I do, they really blew it a couple of years ago, and they sent us a, a coupon for $100. Oh, wow. They Because they they brought out food. It was took, took them forever. It wasn't crowded. The food was cold. And I wrote. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't expecting that. So they, they do compensate you very well. So I will give them that. But So don't burn them down. No, I'm not going to burn them down, but... Wanna... Well, we won't burn the main office down. <laughs> no promises about But I am telling you, here's the thing. If you don't say something, people get away with this stuff. Oh, yeah. You've got to speak up. Oh, yeah. And and that's why they have a complaint department. You know, now I know that whoever reads these rolls their eyes and go, <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, comp the guy. He'll leave us alone. I don't care what they think about me. I just want my free baked potato. I don't want a whole meal. Just... Yeah. When I go in, I want an extra baked potato for free. If it's after four or if it's before four, I want a free one with my lunch. I don't think that's unreasonable. Do you, Marv? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do horses like potatoes? I don't know. You've never fed your horse a potato? A french fry even? James eats some raw with salt and vinegar and pepper. Oh, Ugh. that is so weird. No, mm-hmm. raw is good with salt. Ew. Uh-uh. Very strange. All right, so that's that's it for that. So we gotta have uh, we gotta have something positive, right? Ta-ta, ta-ta. Do we? Yes. <laughs> well, we really we don't. <laughs> it's pretty easy not to. <laughs> it, it, it is. So uh, here's the uh, here's the positive thing. Uh, uh, two things. Uh, yesterday was Cam's birthday. My oldest son. That was fun. Woo-hoo. And they. All- were, uh, 25. Wow. 25 years of age. And Marcia goes, I birthed you today. And I thought she, <laughs> I thought she, I thought she said, I burped you today. And I went, what? <laughs> and so, so, yeah, there's another proof I'm old. I'm not hearing right. <laughs> um, so that was a lot of fun. And, uh, we really appreciate him and him and uh, his wife coming up. Um, uh, but the other one was Alan T from Teen Challenge. Yes. Um, I went to a completion ceremony on Friday night where the students complete 12 months and then they have four more months to actually graduate or they go into an internship program. Um, and Alan's doing the internship thing. Um, and this, this is a kid who, when I first met him, he couldn't even spell his name. I mean, this kid was so messed up and it wasn't just drugs. There was co-occurring mental health issues going on. There was some psychosis going on due to maybe something he had been inhaling, you know, that kind of thing. Um, Then he left the program, then he came back, and it was worse. He was talking to himself, walking down the halls, talking to the tiles on the walls. I mean, just, he would have been one of those guys you might vote least likely to make it. And the kid made it. I mean, he turned around God has really touched his life. He's doing his recovery. He's searching out scripture. He's hungry for the word of God. Uh, He went and visited a a dear friend of ours who's in the hospital yesterday and actually went up there and sang him a gospel song. And and Alan's really shy. So for him to do that, 
with something else. And I think that's how can you not win with that? Mm-hmm. That's a win. That is really right, cool. Alan. Yeah. Congratulations. Because we see so many people go through treatment or recovery or teen challenge centers or AA or what or CR or whatever that don't make it. Mm. Or they, they, they don't they don't hunker down and do the deal. And then so when you see somebody actually succeeding, uh it just it's just a win all the way around. Mm. So there you go. There's my win. Anything positive in your guys' life? No? Okay. Then we'll go on. <laughs> you could tell on our faces nobody had nothing for you. We've got nothing for you. Nothing. Uh, that's okay. That's all right. That's fine. Marv is smiling. Tony's laughing. And <laughs> How about that, huh? Well. <laughs> Ew. No. Don't do that. <laughs> This is why we don't film the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, we will uh, be back after uh, we have a little break here, and we're going to have a little bit of fun with some old <clears throat> trivia to see how well or good your memories are. So don't, <laughs> don't That's go, funny. Don't go away. Don't you dare. Hey, did you know that September is officially National Recovery Month? That's right. So I want you to join us on September 7th at Marion Square Park in Salem, Oregon from 2 to 7 p.m. Why? Well, it's hands across the bridge. The theme, building bridges, and the admission is free. Come join the celebration. We're going to have a DJ, run of live music, food, games, and a whole lot more. This is the 12th annual Hands Across the Bridge. And during the main event, attendees will walk over the Marion Street Bridge to honor those in recovery and to remember those lost to addictions and mental health challenges in the past year. When? Hands Across the Bridge, Building Bridges, September 7th, Marion Square Park in Salem from 2 to 7 p.m. Remember, the admission is free and there's going to be a whole lot of fun and a whole lot of building bridges. 2018 Hands Across the Bridge is organized by Marion Polk Peer Coalition and sponsored in part by Take 12 Recovery Radio. You're listening to the world's original recovery talk and positive music radio program, the Take 12 Recovery Radio Show on KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. And now, it's the Quiz of the Week. That's right, everybody. It's time for Take 12 Radio's Quiz of the Week. Sponsored by that recovery magazine, the 12-Step Gazette. Visit their website at 12stepgazette.com. Now, here's the Monty Man. Thank you, Cecil. So was that Cam on the entry? Yes. I thought so. Camarelli. Happy <laughs> birthday. 25 years. Um, all right. So, uh, okay. So we've done this before. Let's see if we can shake your memory here. Um, this is, I doubt it. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. This is candy bar trivia. Remember Ooh, candy bar trivia? Barely. Okay. So uh, we're going to – this is kind of speed trivia. It's kind of a speed round thing. We're going to go through this really quickly, if we can. <laughs> he looks at you. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> there are multiple choices. Okay, complete this slogan. Or or if you know the answer, you can just shout it out. Tony, I know how you'd love to do that. <laughs> Let me back up from the mic here a little complete bit. Complete this slogan. There is no wrong way to eat a... Here's your choices. Reese's, Milky Way, Snickers. Snickers. Wrong. Perfect. <laughs> We're really moving fast. Milky Way? Wrong. Oh, just Marv's <laughs> right. Please. Go Marv. Okay. Um, There's a reason I wait to last. Right. <laughs> what candy was this slogan made for? Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. Almond Joy. Oh. Yes, Marv, you are correct. Nice. What candy was this slogan made for? Taste the rainbow. Skittles. Yes, you're correct. <laughs> The only one I know. Then being left in the dust. What candy was this slogan made for? Makes mouths happy. Ketchup? Oh, no, it's candy. Ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, makes mouths wow. happy. <laughs> All right, here's your choices. Go. Gummy bears, <laughs> gummy bears, M&Ms, or Twizzlers? Twizzlers. Uh, yeah. Yep, you're correct. Then we got it. Uh, <laughs> complete this candy slogan. 
At work, rest, and play, you get three great tastes in a... Huh? In work, rest, and play, you get three great tastes in a... Is it Twix, Milky Way, or Three Musketeers? Three Musketeers. Wrong. Ah. Twix? Wrong. What? Go ahead, Marv. <laughs> Milky Way. Milky Way is correct. Okay. You're good at this trivia. Complete the slogan. Hungry? Why wait? Grab a... I don't know. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think you're right. Snickers? Yes. Okay. Right. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to explode there. <laughs> what candy was this slogan made for? Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. M&M's. Yes. What candy was this slogan made for? Is it life juicy? <laughs> <laughs> Mike uh, and Ike, jelly, I... <laughs> jelly bellies or Starburst? Starburst. Yes. Wow, that was All right, like we're coming awesome. around the corner. Here we go. Uh, what candy bar was this slogan made for that Bart Simpson used to say? Firefinger. Yes. <laughs> the following slogan was made for which type of candy bar? The Great American Chocolate Bar. Hershey's? Yes. Ah. Oh, Tony, you're doing it. What candy was this slogan made for? Get the sensation. <laughs> I don't know, but that's a good one. Oh, that's not a candy bar. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that's the ketchup one. That's a curveball. Uh, get the sensation. Was it Peppermint Patty, Milky Way, or Kit Kat? Kit Kat. Wrong. Perfect. Perfect. Peppermint. Yes, Marvin, correct. And here's your last one. I've never heard. Complete of this slogan. It's more than a mouthful. It's a. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Settle down. <laughs> what should we call it, Baby Ruth or Mr. Goodbar? Oh, call it. Yes, you are right. <laughs> Tony's the winner. She got most of them right. Yay! Yay! Uh, yeah. You never heard uh, "Taste the Sensation." No. <laughs> York peppermint patty? Never seen I don't even know what a peppermint patty is. It's a round candy bar. Like this comes in a silver package that says peppermint patty. I'm gonna go have to go. Oh, to they're the store. yummy. They're they're yeah. but it's really strong peppermint though. You gotta like peppermint. Is it like the thin mints? Yeah. Yes, but it's big. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mouthful. <laughs> All right, so there's uh there's the music. Okay, that does it for Take 12 Trivia this week. Aren't you glad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Marv's really glad. <laughs> so, um, have you ever had problems? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We almost forgot our people. We can't forget we our people. We can't forget our people. So, uh, Denver's got the shout-out list for this week. And that's huge. It's Rather long. Okay, shout out to George H., Patrick L., Donald R., Todd H., Dennis M., Jim P. I'm going to butcher this, Cyril F., I guess. Cyril, I think. Cyril F. Cyril F. All right. Roger M., Matt F., Marty H., Brandon S. Almost said his name. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Paul H., Catherine L., Benjamin S., Mike M, uh, Ariana B, Gordon R, Marco R, Dave F, Terry H, David D, Kim J, and Mary W. Thank you, folks. So Gordon Ramsay commented on one of our things? Gordon. Oh, yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Gordon R. Gordon R. Gordon Ramsay. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yes, he indeed did. I wonder if I'm related to him. (laughs) I don't know. You that is, do kind of look like. You should research that. Yeah. He's, he's from the other side of the country. Mm. Have any relatives over there? No, I don't have any relatives. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's all relatives. You have no relatives? <laughs> I, I got folks in Okie Do you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's about as far back as we can. We can tell when you smile. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Sweet Home. Oh, okay. Home. <laughs> Oh. Sweet gnome, Sweet sugar, gnome. sugar town, <laughs> right? Actually, you know what? I've never ate a lot of candy bars and sugar and stuff. It's just life. <clears throat> well, according to the Department of Human Resources and your local employment office, <clears throat> there are some things a prospective employer is not allowed to ask you. Uh, but before <clears throat> we get into that, <clears throat> this guy kind of got uh, spurred on by a question Tony had. 
uh, because you're looking for employment now. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, just for the listeners' sake, that um, Tony didn't get fired and she didn't get laid off because she was naughty or anything like that. She'd been with the same company for a very long time, and it was time for change. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right. Um, so. Has it been difficult for you in – I mean, you, you took a little time off and just kind of took it easy, right? And mm-hmm. now you're on the job hunt. Yeah. Um, so you, you've come up against some concerns. Mm-hmm. So what was one of your concerns? Well, I'm trying to get back into the administrative part. Administrative of work, right? Administrative, front desk, clerical, you yeah. know, something like that. Because I have years of experience in that. Okay. And – So why not – Use your experience, exactly. right? Exactly. And I know I'll have to brush up on the technology and the updates and everything. Um, but it just so happens that the last job I had was right before my drinking career. And so, oh, the last administrative job yeah. you had? Okay. And um, so I'm coming up to the wall of what do you say when they see, you know, 2006. And right. now it's so many years later. Okay, and so it kind of gets frustrating. And well, you were, the good news is the good news is you do have an answer for that gap mm-hmm. that some people don't have an answer for, right? Remember we oh, talked yeah. about that yeah. gap to where maybe you've lost a job or you moved even maybe it had nothing to do with inappropriateness. Maybe it was just and that is about the time I came down here. Okay, about so there there can be a gap where nothing's going on mm-hmm. and. If you were filling in that gap with active drinking and using, that would be really difficult to to talk about. But but some people, that's not the issue at all. Just mm-hmm. nothing was happening. Yeah. Maybe maybe they got hurt. Maybe maybe they just didn't want to work. They just took the time off. They were financially able to do that, and they did it. And future employers, they don't like it when there's a gap. No. Um, the good news about you is you actually were employed by the Golden Arches. Mm-hmm. I.e., you are the queen of the Golden Arches still. You never still lose am. your title. <laughs> um, for a, a big hunk of that, right? For eight years. Right. That, actually, I was two months sober when I got that job. Okay. So you really don't have an unemployment gap. No. So that's good news. Mm-hmm. Well, what were you doing during after your last job in administration and now? Well, I was working in the fast food industry. Well, no, that's not entirely true. Oh, it's not? No, because it's ended 2006. I started McDonald's 2010. I've had like little odd jobs. So you had, okay, but but were you working different things? Different things. Okay, so you can say that. Mostly under the table, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, you you can say I I had odd jobs for four years. And then I worked for you. Because the good news is you have longevity at your last place of Mm -hmm. employment. And that's always a good sign. Okay. Right. Um, but how transparent should you be? Because you, your question was, I don't want to lie, mm-hmm. because one of the things that you've learned being a member of the recovery community is to be honest. Mm-hmm. But do you have to reveal everything? Yeah. And my statement to Tony was, well, some things are just none of their business. You know, which made me think, because I knew there, there's new laws now. There's mm-hmm. certain questions they cannot ask you that they still are asking. Oh, yeah. And they're not allowed to do that. Um, they can get in deep, deep, deep trouble um, for doing that. Um, and, and so let, let's just look at these. Um, so there's there's six of them that are pretty well written in stone. Employers should, never, should uh, be aware that there are quite a few illegal job application questions that could lead to legal troubles and lawsuits. It's important for employers... Uh, that they familiarize themselves with this. And there may be some people that don't even know this. Uh, number one, the applicant's age. They cannot ask your age. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it, the Age Discrimination and Employment Act protects employees uh, 40 years of age and above is for their protection. Now, if your job requires that you have somebody who's 18 or older, you can say, are you a minimum of 18 years of age. Mm-hmm. You can ask that, but you can't ask specifically what their age is. But that's a reasonable request because they can get in trouble if they hire a minor. Mm-hmm. So they need to be able to do that. Um, so they can't ask your age. <clears throat> um, the next one is criminal history. <laughs> 
And that is more recent. They used to be able to ask you that. You know, uh, have you ever been arrested for anything other than a misdemeanor Uh was a common question on job applications. They can't do that. They can't do it. Uh, The Equal Employment Opportunity Commission has decreed that questions regarding arrest or criminal history are improper unless the applicant is being considered for a security-sensitive job. So this Uh is the, the exception, okay? These include, so here's the jobs where they can ask you. Nurse, lawyer, social worker, law enforcement officer, and certified public accountant. Questions about an applicant's criminal record are illegal unless the employer can prove that the conviction or history are related to the position. Mm-hmm. For example, accountants, licensed brokers, and investment advisors should not have any criminal history related to, to fraud or embezzlement. But employers are naturally concerned about employee and customer safety. So the best way to obtain this information is simply include an employment gap section in the application. So what they can do is actually apart from the the application that's stapled together, Mm -hmm. they can say, if you choose, would you be willing to disclose any of the following that gives you the choice. That doesn't mandate what they're doing. And, and so employers that there are security sensitive stuff. And I personally think I'm kind of got I'm kind of flip flop on this. I mean, should you be um, punished for your past behavior that you've already paid for mm-hmm. either through incarceration or uh uh, restitution or whatever, and you're now in recovery, you got several years of sobriety behind you, should that come up again? Um, I don't think so. But then the other side of the coin is, if I'm a business owner, mm-hmm. especially if I'm dealing with the public or with money or you're going to have a key, mm-hmm. don't I have a right to know who's in my camp? Exactly. What do you think about that? Is it a two-sided coin here? I mean, I'm not an employer, right? But if I'm passing out keys, I really want to know who's mm-hmm. running them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I said, I'm not an employer, but I, if I was, I would want a little bit of background check. You know what? Yeah. And some people ain't going to be willing to do that. Now, I, I think modern day we can run a background check, and you'll find out all the history. Yes. So. Um, that might fall upon the employer to do that and then make a decision. You know, the the uh, prospect doesn't have to disclose it. I'm going to find it. So that kind of falls on the employer. What do you think, Tony? I don't know. I see both sides. But, I mean, isn't there, like, so far they can go back? Like, mine was, like, almost 10 years ago. Right. years ago. I mean, if you've been out of trouble in the loop of the law yeah. for that long then well I like think, mcdonald's they just gave me a chance they like won it they were not sure about me and i ended right. up being one of their best employees yeah and you're dealing with money there you're mm-hmm. dealing with I've the public with there did you have keys i had keys to the safe i did banking and stuff like that right deposits and right. everything mm-hmm. what do you think marv i'm not sure what i think yeah i'm still kind of rolling i'm, I'm not either around. it's a hard one <clears throat> it is a very hard one you know, and I always agree to the background checks because I have nothing to hide. Right. If it's asked, I'll just put yeah, sure, why not? Not like that, of course. But <laughs> you know, on one hand, we can say, well, it's none of your business. You know, but at the but same, isn't it? But at the same time, no. Let me expand okay. this just a little bit. Yeah. Um, it kind of blew me out of the water a couple of years ago. Um, I don't remember who it was now, but I found out. <clears throat> that you could get on the computer and find out who's in jail. Right. And uh, It's public record. It's mm-hmm. public record. And uh, it it just kind of blew me away because, yeah, maybe, you know, maybe I'm a criminal and I'm paying my price in Lynn County Jail, but is that really your business? Mm-hmm. So you kind of get where I'm kind of, it's yeah. kind of a murky it is a murky uh, <clears throat> issue yeah because if if you've committed a crime against the state for instance and we are the state 
you've committed a crime against us. Mm-hmm. Don't I have a right to know whether you're paying for that or not? Mm-hmm. Or do I? No, no. It's kind of... I think depending on the job and the security yeah. clearance you need for that job, I can see where... But right. Why they would need that. Well, this is interesting because in, in areas that Denver and I have worked in, there was a background check required. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet that... That area, that line of work isn't listed as one that is permitted to ask that question. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an interesting thing. But it needs to be. It does, but by law, is it actually legal for them to do that? I'm not sure. There's, there's probably this. Pro- you know how laws are written. It probably mm-hmm. goes into way more depth oh, than yeah. we even know. Like Article C, Section Four, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if if I'm going to hire somebody as a drug and alcohol counselor, working with uh, youth, working with youth, um, driving vehicles, having keys, multiple keys, you know, actually being in a live-in facility access, after hours, access to records of everybody. access to confidential records, you would think. And I think that that may that probably falls into this part that says um, questions about an applicant's criminal record are illegal unless the employer can prove that the conviction or history are related to the position. So that might be a broad area there, and I'm thinking that's probably where that falls in because mm. I would think that would be pretty easy to relate that to your criminal history. The thing that's really interesting about where you and I have worked is we have a we have a criminal history and we were allowed to work there in spite of our criminal history. Yeah, you've got to take into factor that uh, our criminal history was alcohol and drug use, right? Right. It was not uh, <clears throat> physical abuse. Or abuse of minors. Yeah, things like that. So that's where that background check, I believe, ran for us. I think they were more interested in um, sexual crimes. Yes. Than anything else. Right. That's where they weighed heavy on our background checks. Uh, Terry H. uh, commented on the question on Facebook, have you ever had difficulty getting a job um, because of your past? He said, on the contrary. And I think in our case, that's kind of the situation. They they were looking at, you've been where these guys have been. Right. You've done some of these things. You get it. You know, so it's actually kind of helps your case, not hinders it. Mm-hmm. Our state certification through, for peer support. <laughs> right. It was a rather thorough background check. Now, that one was, yeah, you bet it was. And yet, you and I both have a history of right. drug and alcohol use. And that didn't it took a while for ours to go through how, several what, months several yeah. months for that background check to go through but we still made it through there so they were looking for uh, uh abuse issues and molestation and you know uh, right that's what they were looking for but they do realize i believe what you said there is that our background enables us to help others yeah so it, it did help us it did help us yeah now, we're not suggesting anybody go no, out. No, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we had to have two years of uh, sobriety. Right. But to qualify for this position, you also had to have had issues. You did? Yeah. You can't get in unless you, you're a member. Right, unless you get it, unless it, you've been through the ringer. Right. Kind of like being a drug and alcohol counselor at like Serenity Lane. They have to have the experience. Oh, yeah. That too. Yeah. They're we, not just book smart. Yeah. Marv, you look like you want to say something. No, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mighty close to that mic. I know. <laughs> and he slowly creeped up on it. <laughs> relieving my back. Uh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> here's, here's a question that they cannot ask. Uh, disabilities and medical conditions. Uh, job applications cannot have any questions related to disabilities and medical traits. Uh, the Americans with Disabilities Act prohibits any inquiries about past or current health problems and medical conditions, even asking for the individual's height and weight 
have been found to violate the law in certain situations that discriminate against certain demographic groups. Certain positions do require physical fitness tests, such as firefighter, medical checkups, such as truck drivers. Employers must be able to show that physical standards are directly related to the job performance. I think that's reasonable. That is fair. I'll tell you what. I bet I can go out and pick up applications today. Yeah. And that question's going to be on there. You oh, bet yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so they're all... Can you lift out. over 50 pounds? Yeah. That's going to be on there. Yeah. I mean, every question you've asked so far, most applications is going to have that question on them. Yeah. The questions on them. That makes me laugh. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? So how how far do you think you'd get in the inter- the possible uh, getting an interview process if you wrote on there, I refuse to answer? Or N.A. for not applicable? Right, even though it might be illegal for them to ask that, do you think your application would go in the trash? Yeah, I do. <laughs> well, when I first got the McDonald's job, my first interview there, it, um, I actually listened to Dog the Bounty Hunter, and he goes, "If they ask about the crime thing, he he goes, we'll discuss." And that leaves it kind of open. We'll discuss. Yeah, yeah. I've actually Put written on there. We'll discuss. Yeah, because yeah. that way they can't prejudge you, and it worked. Now, this one kind of cracked me up. They can't ask you your gender. Do, do, they, do they need to? Maybe. <laughs> this is 2018. I, I did, I did ha- somebody served me the other day, and I had a question as to, are you a girl or a boy? Or what are you? Or other. What other right? are you? <laughs> Um, yeah, it, see, to me, all this stuff is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It is. Because the bottom line, and I think all of us probably have seen it yeah. in the background, these companies and corporations don't pay attention to that. They, are, they don't. They are discriminating against age. Oh, you bet oh, they, yeah, are. they are. <clears throat> oh, yeah. You bet they so, are. So, you know, just cut to the chase. Uh, yeah, it's not none of their business, but they make it their business. Mm-hmm. Um, a sexual discrimination lawsuit can easily be filed if an applicant uh, asks for the applicant's gender. Really? This is especially true when it comes to a position that is dominated by males. Related to this, applications cannot ask about whether an individual has children or not. So, so I've never seen that on So I can't say, do you, do you have children? Um... In fact, it even goes into the pregnancy thing. They can't say, "Well, when are you expecting to have your child?" Because we'd like we'd like to hire you, but we won't <clears throat> wait until after you've yeah. had your baby. They can't. They're not even supposed to ask that. Um, and see, some of this stuff, I'm, I'm like, common sense. It's common sense questions. I think an employer should be able to ask you. Yeah. I think the problem is is some employers have abused that. Mm-hmm. And have used it against you as a reason not to hire you. That's, and so then they have to make these blanket laws. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Mars right. There's a lot of people abusing these. They're, they don't care. I mean, by law, after so much time on your feet, you're supposed to have a break. Mm-hmm. Do you think in the fast food industry that's obeyed? <laughs> right, Tony? Really. You get 15 minutes after whatever it is? No, you only got 10. Yeah. Unless you're a minor. If you got it. If you got if it. If you exactly. got it. Because if you if if you make a fuss about it, they'll find some other reason oh, to yeah. legally let you go. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, race and national origin. They still ask that. Uh, title uh, 7 of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 prohibits employers from asking about um, race and national origin. While these questions are quite common – in most non-Western countries, they are still very improper. Employers who require applicants to submit a, to submit a picture will most likely face a racial discrimination lawsuit in the future. Some employers, unfortunately, use pictures or ethnicity questions to prof- profile minority applicants. Uh, it's illegal to do that. So they can't even ask for your picture. Mm-hmm. Now, that's weird to me because Internet applications – Lots of times we'll ask for your picture. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You hear something? Yeah. That's Nala. Oh, okay. That's Nala. Um, and then the last one, the sixth one is credit history or wage garnishments. Yeah, sure. Blaming it on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I blame everything else on the dog, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, finally, one of the mo- more uh, innocent appearing 
illegal job application questions is regarding credit history and wage garnishments. <clears throat> it's illegal for an employer to request request that. They can't run a credit check on you, but just like Marv is saying, they, they probably do. will. Oh, yeah. Because you can, believe it or not, you could tell a lot about a person by their credit history. Mm-hmm. Now, is that always fair? No. But you really can. When I was in sales and we would have to run credit checks for people to purchase items we were selling them, I am telling you, it told a story. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It told a story. And you might be going, if you know, if I own a business, I don't know if I'd want that guy working for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are some of the hurdles. We, you know, A lot of people don't know that these things are illegal to be asked. And there's action you can take. If you feel that you're being violated in this area, you need to contact your Department of, of Human Resources and your local employment office. And let them know. The reason people get away with stuff so often, <clears throat> including <clears throat> the baked potato caper, <laughs> is because nobody says anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to explain to my wife, if nobody says anything about this, I'll just con- keep continuing to play favorites. So I'm going to write Applebee's and tell them, I want to know, do you serve them after four or not? Or what's the deal? Um, so that's kind of tongue in cheek. But if you feel like you're being violated, here are six things they cannot ask you. The other side of the coin, though, and like we talked about, is some of this isn't some of this stuff your business. If you're if you're a business owner, I gotta think maybe it is. I I I, I don't know. I just uh, I know that it it is difficult if you're in the recovery community sometimes to find employment. Now, some of the guys that responded and gals have had no problem. Uh, some have. Um, Marty, Marty, the one-man party, Marty H. said no. <laughs> so he's never had a problem. Uh, Brandon S. says the closest <laughs> – I had to chuckle at this. The closest I've had to come to my past affecting getting a job is having a rough time getting to work when it's raining because he doesn't drive. Oh, okay. He, he, doesn't, he can't get a license. Um, Paul H. said yes, kept from a job and let go because of my past. Mm-hmm. Because things came up that were found out. That happened to me. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, Catherine L., she's an author, she said, Oh, yes, many of us have this problem and may have a criminal one as well. Many places are not going mm-hmm. to hire you if you have, even like me. One past poor choice, which I took ownership and accountability for, paid my fees, paid restitution, mm-hmm. did my community service, and was blessed to have a judge who gave me a second chance. But no one would hire me at the time. Mm-hmm. So, and this was her solution. Mm-hmm. And I got I really commended for it. I started my own at home book marketing service, hmm. ran with it and never looked back. Now I'm a published author twice and writing as well for a living. God made my recovery, um, God and my recovery made it possible. Didn't see that coming. Right. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, not everybody can do that. But she did that. She turned it around. And made it work for her. Congratulations. Uh, ben said, that answer for me would be to be a resounding yes, but I've also had a few show grace. It's about honesty. Uh, Mike M. said yes. He's had problems with it. Uh, Ariana said yes. Gordon said yes. Had my record expunged. Now nothing. Mm-hmm. So he has nothing. That can be very expensive to have that oh, done, by yeah. the way. Uh, Dave F. said no. And Daryl said no. So, uh, you know, it's kind of 50-50, mm-hmm. you, you, you know. So do you think, and let me ask this to you guys, do you think you should disclose everything? Are you, are you willing to do that? Or do you feel like you should stay closed mouth if not asked? What do you think, Denver? If you're not asked, so you just keep it to yourself? When I fill out an application, if I want that job and they ask me a question, right, I will answer it. Now, do I have to disclose every dirty little detail of my past? Right. I don't believe I have to yeah. unless they ask. If I finally get that interview and they go, what about this? Mm-hmm. Then it's time to fess up, I mm-hmm. believe. I, I might not get the job. Right. But nonetheless. But at least you if, know you're honest. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have to. I don't have to give them uh, the, the, the dirty, dirty details yeah. of my past. 
I don't mind sharing that I'm in recovery, mm -hmm. you know, uh, because if they research, it won't take long for them to find out. So mm -hmm. I, I, there's no need to try to cover it up. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> I, I so you are, you, you are willing to be transparent <clears throat> to, to a point. To a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all in, um, in the wording, isn't it? I, yes, yes, I in the past I struggled with alcoholism. You don't have to open up the full book. Right. You know, give them a chapter. You just don't read it to them. They can, they, 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 <laughs> I like that. Give them they, a chapter, don't read it to them. Yeah, they can figure it out. And if they want to ask me a question, then I at that moment can make a decision if I care to uh if I desire that job that much, maybe I should go ahead and answer their question. Because I believe, honestly, employers appreciate honesty mm -hmm. more than trying to cover up. And it will, if it surfaces after you're there, you know you've covered this up well enough to get your foot in the door, and then that comes up, I believe they have every right to dismiss you. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> if you're in there and then all of a sudden they find out that you, uh, you, you, know, you, you abused grandma and you're in the nursing business... Yeah. You know, uh, I believe they have a right to dismiss you. Okay. Tony, should you be completely transparent or can you hold on to some information? I like what Denver said. He said it perfectly. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I do the same thing when I go on interviews. Like, the one I had Monday, he asked a couple of questions and I chose how to say it and not dirty all my laundry. Well, yeah. right. Say it. How do you say it right? Was my Minim original minimal, question. Minimal. But each, yeah, each one gets easier. Gotcha. And it, I'm fine tuning on how to say it generally without, not that I have anything to hide, of course. And I think it, it, to, to kind of bounce off of Marv's point, I think, you know, I think some of it is, it's going to depend. I mean, if you're dealing with a major corporation mm -hmm. where they really don't give a rip, you know what I mean? They just want to fill a position. Or they want to, we, you know, I've known companies that want to fill a position so they look good. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Um, uh, are, are they even going to care? Or maybe they're so concerned about the look good, they're going to be very nitpicky. They're not going to care about <clears throat> how well you work or that your work history is excellent. Mm. But they don't want one little blemish on there. And so they're going to find a way to get around it. Oh, yeah. You know, aren't you glad we're retired, Marv? Yeah, I was going to say that's a hard question for me to answer because the last job I had, I worked for 36 years. Yeah. And now I'm retired. So when it comes to talking about this in the now, it's yeah. kind of hard. It, it, it to is do. hard. Yeah. 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 Well, I I think this is this is one of those issues that if you're struggling in this area that you know um you need to really look at your walk. If you and we're talking to people in the recovery community, are you doing I, I don't care what program you're in cuz not one size fits all, but whatever you're doing, are you are you putting your best foot forward? Are you doing it to the best of your ability? Are you being honest with God yourself and at least one other person? You know, are you taking the steps to better your life? And I think God will honor your walk mm -hmm. if you're if you're doing what you can do. And, and you know, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. And these questions are going to come up. And um, I think it it is. If I, I was a little surprised because I I recommended to Tony go down to the employment office, tell them this this dilemma that you're having. How do I talk to a, to a prospective employer about? A past that I don't really not comfortable disclosing, <clears throat> and what do they say? And you said you had done that, and they just kind of looked at you and didn't know what to tell you. Yeah, they go, "Well, don't you know anybody that can help you with that?" That's what they're <laughs> for. <laughs> yeah, you. They're what? like, <laughs> so so. Yeah, I was just like, okay. <laughs> that's why I'm here. You're supposed to be counseling me. Yeah. in the area of employment. It's the mm -hmm. employment division. Of human services, for crying out loud. Well, I had to try not to giggle in her face when she said that. I was like, huh? I was like going to a pastor and says, can you, you tell me about the love of God? Well, could maybe there's somebody that could help you with that. Right. I, I, no. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, Bob Lewis. All yeah. right? he, he's the used to be the educational coordinator out there. Out there, And, right? and I'd go to Bob and I, I'd say, hey, Bob, what, what about this question here in the, in the book? And he'd look at it and 
he'd look at me and look at the book, and he'd look at me and he'd go, I'm pretty sure it's in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. Thanks. He's a lot. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> oh, oh, I know God will take care of me. It's just a process. Quite the process. It is. It is. But I'm healthier from my decision I made. With oh, sure. Leave, so yeah. I'm getting better every day. So love God. Or trust God, love people. Mm-hmm. Keep putting one foot in front of the other, and it'll work out. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll turn out for you. Um, our closing, uh, our closing song, and we've played this before, and I think it just really fits for this. Is by Jeff Bates. You can visit his web- website at jeffbates.net. It's about this issue. It's about a guy who had a gap, and he went and he tried getting employment, and he kept hitting brick walls. It's called One Second Chance. Jeff Bates. It says here you're from Houston. You're certified to drive a truck. It doesn't say what you've been doing the last five years. Then I watched his eyes keep reading. Then I watched his eyes look up. And watched another job I needed disappear Cause when they get to the line If you've been convicted of a crime They say thanks for coming in And they don't call you back I ain't asking for every job under the sun I just want one second chance August 22nd, little Jacob's turning five, but his mama moved him half a state away. I left another message on her phone at home last night, and she finally had her lawyer call today. She knows I can't afford. To take this thing to court And I'm trying hard to make her understand I ain't asking for every weekend of every month I just want one second chance I was young and I was stupid I regret it every day got my freedom but what good is it now there's some days when it feels like it's been a hundred years Sometimes it seems like only yesterday We were painting Jacob's nursery Counting days till he was here Next thing I knew I'd thrown it all away Now I know I can't go back To the life I used to have When I still held the whole world in my hand I had a wife, I had a son Now I just want one Second chance Wow, that's a powerful song. I know I can identify with that. How about you? That was Mr. Jeff Bates with his song, One Second Chance. To get more of Jeff's great recovery-focused and gospel music, visit www.jeffbates.net. Until our next broadcast, this is the Monty Man along with the Take 12 Recovery Radio family. 
And we are wishing God's perfect serenity for you. Bye-bye now. This has been a broadcast of KHLT Recovery Broadcasting. She's a super cat, super cat, she's super kitty, meow. Here, kitty, 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 meow. <laughs>